you can just like kidnap anyone for one day who would you kidnap probably like a millionaire that i could like extort for money that's so sad you wouldn't even choose a billionaire you would go just m okay b okay you now we know what you're happy with (laughs) (laughs) okay well you know what i feel like billionaire is sketch because then like I feel like you need someone who's like rich, but not like too rich where like you're getting the wrong people. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're putting too many alarms. Like someone like we care, but like we don't care like that much. But like we care. If you're so going to kidnap, you kidnap. Fucking Bill Gates. So you're going B. Yeah, but then I, I kidnap him and then they find him because God knows what he has in his system of tracking devices. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Or I'd lock him in a room and he'd somehow make Microsoft in there. Like, I don't even know. You know what? Maybe a millionaire. Nobody really cares. <laughs> Some of you know what I mean. Like, I give him nothing. He finds a wire. Suddenly, he was able to, like, call someone. And like, yeah, maybe a stupid millionaire, you know? <laughs> Chemical Welcome back to the Chemical X Podcast. I'm Veronica. <laughs> and I'm Alessia, the secretary. I'm fucking cracking up because I wanted to make a comment about my outfit right away. <laughs> Just to set the tone straight. Jesus. Tone straight. What? <laughs> um, how are you feeling uh, since working at the library? Well, listen, I would like to Shh. reference myself as uh, Blair Waldorf. Oh, so. okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see where you were channeling. Actually, you know what? It really makes sense. And it's like open back, so like it's not that conservative. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to match your style, except I went slut whore. No, so no, as, no. As it's as not you. like you cut the second bowl that was there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't modify uh, what was going on. I tried to. I actually bought this top because I'm in my soft girl era. Right. And I went to Aritzia because that's what you do when you like grow up and you're like, I'm going to start investing in high quality clothes. Yeah. Okay. So I went to Aritzia. I bought an $80 silk top that is not my style. It's not my style. <laughs> and but I'm going to take it after because it's very much my it's style. It's your style. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm in my soft girl era. So I bought it and uh it stayed with the tags on for the whole summer until right now because alessia <laughs> showed up in a librarian's outfit so i was like let me match her her vibe but there was an extra like bow and i was just like look i know i'm in my feminine conservative <laughs> sophia richie but it just beat you it just beat you i'm like this shit's getting chopped right off <laughs> so if you're on aritzia's site and you don't see this top it's because there was some minor modifications <laughs> that was done <laughs> you know what that is such a soft girl era vibe for you but if i put that on that is not giving. oh it's slutty girl era but that's what i'm saying like why can't that be my version of no, soft girl era? when i wear a top like this but i wish so i had nice. no it looks so good because you don't have boobs the that boobs are always boobs. bigger on the other side <laughs> <laughs> well today we figured we will answer some questions mm-hmm. see what happens and guys i see just what wanna... happens see what happens what do you think's gonna happen i don't know i might get kidnapped because i'm meeting I might somebody shush you. <laughs> I'm meeting someone on Facebook market during this episode uh, because that's when he's coming here. And uh, for some reason on Facebook market, I'm I'm like there's in my head, there's only 10 percent chance that I'm actually getting the thing that I that I need. And I'm not going to get kidnapped or robbed or like that. It's going to be fake. Like that's my, why there's only pay, a 10 percent. That's why you pay less because you deal with all the uh, the <laughs> risk, the risk. That's why it's a good deal. So I'm meeting someone. Well, You don't know if it's a good deal yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. I'm meeting someone. I didn't give him my full address. because Are you fucking kidding me? I gave him one number off. So I was like, I'm you so fucking safe. I'm literally like, you sound like me now. What the fuck is going on? But like, I feel like Facebook market is the only thing that I do this for. But anyways, he's on his way. So uh, there might be, uh, I might end up back here either. I actually might not end up back <laughs> yeah. here. If not, guys, it was so nice having Veronica. <laughs> if not, guys, look, this is it. Chemical X. It was a good run. Uh, I did it all for a $100 guitar. <laughs> is that what's coming? That's what's coming. It's not even a guitar to play. It's a guitar to hang on my wall. Perfect. Let me tell you what else is going to be hung you. Holy. <laughs> it's been a while since we asked some questions. Wait, can I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have to say something. I'm just thinking about how he's like, uh, what's your address? And I give him the address. But I, again, I put it one number off, you know, Ooh, like you couldn't yeah. find my house. Um, and then he goes, okay, what's your number? Cause people don't usually like, just in case you don't answer him, boom, what do I do right away? Just pop on over my number. He has my full name on Facebook. Me, I'm there thinking I'm so fucking slick by putting one number <laughs> no, different number in my address. Who cares? Anyway, 
That's true. All actually. I'm saying is that if I'm going to give him my phone number, full name, I might as well give him my actual address. I think it's just like you don't correlate the two the same. Like it's for different. you, you'll have Uber Eats come up to your door. You'll open the door while he's there and that's fine. But all of a sudden, Facebook Marketplace is like, who the fuck There's actually no difference and that's your problem. And also, I don't think anybody selling a $100 guitar is really is is trying to bait girls i think that they put something else up like a chanel bag oh yeah <laughs> and they're thinking the, the electric guitar guy is gonna what rob me literally they already think you haven't showered in a week like, like don't worry they already, already know doesn't know who struggling artist is fucking taking this they don't want you anyways 100 <laughs> percent. with my hundred bucks what they're gonna steal that from me I, who do I think I am? I don't know, Matt, but you're hilarious. <laughs> I don't even think me, the one who's scared of everything, uh, would do that. <laughs> I'm honestly Actually, like, can we talk about... It's funny that you bring that up. Oh can God. we talk about the fucking Just for Laughs thing I ended up on? Well, yeah, I didn't watch it. Where is it? It's not up yet because they, they just filmed it yesterday. But when this comes out, it'll probably be out. I don't know because I don't know how fast it works, but basically what happened... The reason There's a reason I'm bringing this up, but basically what happened was... Um, they, I was walking with my boyfriend on, in the Atwater market. You say that openly now that you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, been saying it. Um, I was walking with my boyfriend at Atwater market and this Wait, does lady, it feel nice to say it? <laughs> I, I've been, so many episodes I've been saying that. <laughs> um, so this, this like lady in her like forties, I want to say like comes up. I feel like if she watches this, she's going to go forties. I'm 38. <laughs> Anyways, she walks up wait, and wait, she's wait. like, were you with your boyfriend? <laughs> she's like she's like sorry like do you mind helping me with something and i'm like yeah sure i think she's talking to me at first but she's talking to my boyfriend she's like i have something really heavy to like lift out of my car and i can't do it alone like do you mind just helping me and you still thought it was you and my boyfriend no at this point i went okay it's him (laughs) so if you go on as many dates as alessia goes on you know that sometimes it's kind of key to wear your name on your necklace am i right (laughs) because <laughs> sometimes it's like you don't know you don't remember his name john and he's probably thinking the same thing about you so hopefully not hopefully not but to save yourself the embarrassment just just have it written have it written on your necklace with a heart so that you can manifest that he's gonna love you with your name right there that's where he's gonna be looking because he's gonna be looking in the tits area anyways oh so my. while he's there take notes on your name and guys and then you lose him right away when you open it and you actually add a picture into the name necklace. And so it's guys, a picture of your ex. And yeah, so maybe just don't open it up, but keep it closed. Wear your heart on your sleeve, on your heart, whatever. And use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive 20% off anything on every jewel. So you head on to every jewels, you shop, shop, shop away because everything is well priced. And then you also get our discount code chemicalx. So let's go. Okay, it's him. And my goes, yeah, no problem. And she's like, do you mind? Like, my kid is, he's right here. Like, can you just watch him while we go take the thing out of the car? So I'm like, yeah, no problem. That's a like, big responsibility to put on you. <laughs> but what am I going to say? No and be the worst person in the world. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So she brings me over to the kid. And then she goes, don't sit on that side. Like, he has a hearing problem. So just sit on the, and I see he has like a hearing thing. But I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, okay. I sit down. And as I'm sitting down, I'm like, okay, this is how I get like traffic. Like, I'm <laughs> getting kidnapped i'm getting robbed like something's happening but like here i am like this is what i'm doing um and then like i don't i feel like it's gonna ruin it if i explain the prank so i'm not gonna explain the prank but just like the things that were happening like i'm and oh it was a prank just for laughs yeah oh my god i love those i used to always watch those well hello do you know that i can spend all day watching just for laugh pranks well that's what i ended up on so you'll see and me there. And once you go through that rampage of watching them, oh my God. I used to watch like the ones that they were like going into the toilet bowl and then it was, oh my God, it I used was, to watch so many. It was many. honestly a pretty good one that they did. But right away, like, and my well, thing now. Just explain it. But I feel like it ruins the, the okay, prank. This is coming out in three years. Anyways. So basically what happened, I'm sitting down and there's a kid. He's maybe like, nine years old and i'm just like talking to him i have my dog and i'm like talking to him in french i'm like do you like dogs like do you speak english i'm asking him anything you know like so random and now like it's so cringe yeah. to know that this was on camera like i'm like oh est-ce que tu parles français oh tu parles pas anglais c'est quoi ton nom t'aimes ça les chiens like i'm saying anything okay? just to keep because the- it's like this is my child now like you're mine and he's deaf and i'm like me and this kid are both getting kidnapped so like i might as well get to know him now before we get shipped off into a back of a truck <laughs> 
So I'm about to get kidnapped, whatever. <laughs> then this old man comes and he's like, do you mind if I sit down for a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, you have to worry about this old man too. Fuck Christ. <laughs> so the old man sits down. He has a cane. He sits down. And then a pregnant lady comes up and the old man goes, oh my God, sorry. Like, take my, take my seat. So the pregnant lady sits down. But at this point now, I know something's up. I, I already knew it has to be just for laughs. It's something or okay, some okay. YouTube shit going on. So... And you, you could just it. tell, like, I felt like something's, it's not the regular way people act. And then she comes and I see she has like a fake belly, like her belly's not real. Okay. But she's acting pregnant. So she sits down beside the kid and the kid looks at me. He goes like, her belly's not real. eh?" And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, we're like whispering. He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't think it's real. And he's looking at her. Then he goes, you want to see something? And I'm like, what? And he takes his pencil and he stabs the stomach. But it's like, it all happened so fast. You're like, oh my God. Like, you're so like, what even the you fuck? knew it was something. Even me who knew it was something, I was still like, <gasps> like, I was like, what the fuck? And then it popped. She has a balloon and it pops the balloon. Okay. So I'm just like, what the fuck? But then, like, I, I figured, like, at this point, I already knew, like, I was already looking around, like, I'm on yeah. camera, like, but still, did I, did I try to fix my posture? No. <laughs> did I try to look cuter? No. Was I on my good side? No. Did I have makeup? No. Was my hair done? No. I swear, I never looked uglier. Like, I had braids in my... Like, I literally looked like a rat. I was in my pajamas. Guys, I was in my, my Skims pajamas. Okay? I just went for a quick little stroll. And I ended up on fucking television. <laughs> Anyways, and then they went, ah, just for last guy. And I was like... You're like, ah, I'm leaving. But I was like, anyways, it was just like, and this whole time, and then, then the reason why I'm bringing this up, I was like, I can just imagine, like, if it would happen to you and a girl said, can you come and go watch my son for me for a second? Alessia would have left, called the cops, said, I think there's a trafficking <laughs> thing going on, came on the podcast, said, I just got trafficked. <laughs> and I Don't was like, this would have never worked on you you would have been crying walking away the girl's going i swear it's just just for last first of all don't discredit my human trafficking story because that was legit um but everyone on youtube doesn't think so but that's no fine. but i'm not saying that i'm no, saying no, that I, in in your mind had you walked away you'd well, like, like what take the care fuck? of a kid like that i wouldn't be like no it was in, i was thinking i'm getting robbed something's like i knew okay this isn't normal whatever's happening is not normal okay but even me like i didn't even turn around to look for my boyfriend i'm just sitting there like well me and, it's me or the kid someone's <laughs> dying here and it's one of I, us and i'm going who do they think they're robbing i don't even have a purse i have nothing <laughs> i have a phone and a that's dog hilarious but yeah anyways it was just funny and i was just like all my life and somehow this day at this hour i end up because on you fucking... don't choose it you don't choose it they choose you oh yeah <laughs> they they chose they chose me so today we actually wanted to go over some questions that we got asked through you know both our instagrams although veronica just posted hers i don't know like a minute ago so hopefully people ask questions during this episode or before else i get kidnapped or it's just gonna be mine and uh, i don't have that many well i mean hold on i have many do i want to share these every time you post a question box on instagram holy shit it could never be like actually somebody just giving me what i'm asking for it, no it's never i'm getting hey alessia would 800 dollars be enough for four nude pics of your tits dm me your paypal or venmo it's like man can you it's just like my paypal my is <laughs> i'm banned from paypal wait what <laughs> why are you banned from paypal <laughs> story for another day <laughs> no story for right now story for another day wait are you serious i'm serious I'm also banned from Amazon. <laughs> that I knew. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's hilarious that you say that. I need you to read my version of the same guy. Hey, Veronica. How do you would, know it's the same guy? Hey, Veronica, would $800 be enough for five pics of your ass in a skinny thong? What's your PayPal? <laughs> we you know really? what our assets are. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. He <laughs> really said tits, ass. <laughs> I don't want your tits. I don't want your ass. Together makes the perfect woman. I mean, yeah, this guy is what? 1600 Just a blow like that. <laughs> How many pics of us? Okay, let's start with the first question I got. Why do men ghost? Is it that hard to be honest and say you're not down? I don't give a fuck. Crying face, crying face. I feel like as someone who ghosts... Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like it's not really just men. <laughs> it's not just men. It's women who ghost also... But I feel like as a ghoster, I have the right to 
to answer, answer this, this question. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you uh, the I floor. I think we ghost because we don't feel like we... We as ghosters? We as ghosters. <laughs> She's like, bitch, I don't care about your answer. I want to know what guys. Giving you the guys version. <laughs> I think we ghost because we don't feel like we owe or like need to like let you know because it hasn't been... It hasn't been like enough time... And I also think we ghost because we just feel like if we do bring it up, like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, this is where I'm at. I'm not interested. It'll maybe, like, make the other person feel like, oh, like, okay, relax. Like, I didn't think anything was going on anyways. Because I feel like a lot of times when you let someone know how you feel, they're just going to get in defense mode and be Mm -hmm. like, I didn't want anything anyways. Like, relax. I was just chilling. I didn't want anything. So I think it's, like, easier to just, like, not have that conversation and just like ignore but I it. I feel like that would like rarely happen. And like if you're just like only talking to someone and going on a few dates, like you just don't feel like you owe that to someone. You mm-hmm. just ghost and it's kind of like take what you can get from that. And like if someone's ghosting you, then that's kind of your answer. So I see it like that. Like if someone ghosts me, I'm like, oh, OK, because they're not interested. So like you should take it as like if they wanted to, they would and they would reach out if they were interested. So that's kind of your answer. Like no answer is an answer. But I feel like it's so much easier to ghost than to be ghosted. Like, I think when you are ghosted, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it you, really fucks Yeah, because you your replay mind. in your mind, like, wh- what you yeah. think you did wrong. And I think first step is learning the, like, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. It's fine. You're just not for each other. There's something that maybe you just weren't in, you were not compatible with. And, like, for the right person, like, they will never ghost you. Like, coming to, like, that clear... But I still think like, don't you think that there's a part that it's just like, well, I could just like address the situation and and, like save that person like the mental turmoil. Well, yeah, I think that's what healthy people do. So you're saying that to ghost, you have to be unhealthy. No, I I think a lot of people who are still healthy just kind of like fizzle out. Like, it's just like, yeah, I think it depends. I think there's certain situations where it's okay to ghost and other ones where it's like, have you you ever been like turned off because somebody ghosted you like you were just like what the fuck i don't like i don't know if i've ever been like ghosted ghosted like that you know what i mean i can't i can't think of a time where i have been but i don't like i'd rather somebody ghosts me than like does the whole like the next day tries and does like the breadcrumbs like kind of just like starts and then just kind of fizzles out to like be nice to kind of just still be that person i rather cold turkey oh yeah yeah i don't you're like leaving when you breadcrumb it's like you're leaving that door open so at some point you might feel like oh well maybe this will be useful for me at some point so let me just breadcrumb it let me give a little bit so that you know at some point if ever i want to go back i don't where i I feel like you have more respect if you're just like well i think ghost i didn't see it but i think also actually being like hello no (laughs) oui salut est-ce que vous êtes en avant Okay, perfect. Okay, guys, I uh, I lived. I got my guitar. I didn't die. I don't like what he said, though. Yeah, so I, I, as I said, I gave him my address, whatever. And I was like walking down the street. I couldn't find him. So I called him again and I was like, where are you? And he was like, well, I'm right in front of the address you gave me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm also there. Like, I don't see you. And then he sees me. He's like, oh, okay. He comes out and he's like, he's like, well, you told me like, uh, like this number. Like, why didn't you tell me the right address? And I was like, well, like, that is my address. And he's like, well, you came out of that door, which is the door right beside. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I don't get what's the big mystery. Like no one ever gives their real address. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, like an, an exact, that's exactly why. Yeah. You like psycho. Like, okay. I'm glad. Like and you like, said, like we're addressing the elephant in the room. Yeah. Obviously I didn't give my, address. and either way I'm downstairs. I'm like, making it easier for you. You don't have to come up. Like, like I'm literally right here. Like relax. And also I gave you the address right beside. And it's like, how am I supposed to know you're not a serial killer? Like he's literally like, I'm just meeting you now. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> anyway. I just find it so weird. I just found that so weird. I'm like, okay, good thing I didn't give you my real address. But like, either way, you still saw the door I came from. So um, <laughs> anyways, so back to what I was saying now that I evaded death. Um, <laughs> but I clearly have no uh, radar, eh? Like meet someone, address. Someone says, can you watch my kid? No problem. <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy. And you um, know what? And that's the exact reason you will not get kidnapped. <laughs> you know what? You know Actually, what? I don't know about that. It's hard for the girl who's like scared to get kidnapped. Yeah, to I, get kidnapped. I, I really think that you're never going to get the kidnapped, babe. 
You're going to kidnap someone before they kidnap you. <laughs> Who would um, you kidnap if you could kidnap someone? If you can just like kidnap anyone for one day, who would you kidnap? Probably like a millionaire that I could like extort for money. That's so sad. You wouldn't even choose a billionaire. You would go just M? Okay, B. Okay. You? Now we know what you're happy with. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I feel like billionaire is sketch because then like, I feel like you need someone who's like rich, but not like too rich where like you're getting the wrong people. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're putting too many alarms. <laughs> like someone like we care, but like we don't care like that much. But like we care. Like we like, I'll send you 200 grand. We care. But like. If you're so going to kidnap. Who are you kidnap? Fucking Bill Gates. <laughs> so you're going B. Yeah. But then I, I kidnap him and then they find him because God knows what he has in his system of tracking devices. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Or I'd lock him in a room and he'd somehow make Microsoft in there. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> you know what? Maybe a millionaire. Nobody really cares. <laughs> Tell me you know what I mean. Like, I give him nothing. He finds a wire. Suddenly, he was able to, like, call someone. And like, yeah, maybe a stupid millionaire, you know? <laughs> we would definitely be stupid millionaires. <laughs> what? What do you want? You want my own wallet? Sure, no problem. <laughs> anyway, back to ghosting. Anyway, so what I was going to say is, like, you were saying like, you know, it's just easier. Like I rather the like just nothing. That's my answer. But like also it depends though how long it's been, right? Yeah. If you guys were like fucking seeing each other for four months and you're ghosting, that's deep. Yeah. But like if but it's a couple if it's a couple of dates, no, no one knows you an explanation for a couple of dates. Go on your merry way. Yeah, a couple of dates I get it. I still if there's if we're like talking, I still think like just tell me what's up. But it's very difficult. I think like a lot of people don't do it because they're scared. Cause I, and I'm not saying that like to be like to shit on what you're saying. Cause like I, I'm afraid of like saying those things. Like it's, it's obviously scary to be like confronting someone and telling someone like you don't want to hurt them. So you'd rather just like hurt them, but like not have to like deal with the hurt and be like, see ya. Like I get it. I get why, but I just would rather be like rip the bandaid off. Just tell me. But then again, I don't know if I would be able to do that. I don't know if I'd be able to be like, this isn't working out. Well, like, think bye. about things in the past. Have you done that? No, you've just ghosted. No, I've, I've never ghosted somebody. I don't think I, I'll like. Okay, so you had crumb, which is like, yeah, I'm like, mm. but I feel like people get the vibes. Better. No, I no. Actually, Veronica's here trying to be like, I'm the better person. Meanwhile, I'm not trying to be the better. I'm not trying to. No, yeah. I'm trying to say like either one, you tell somebody straight up like I'm not feeling it. This is how it is. Or you ghost. There's no confusion there. But the bread coming is the confusion. But I, I, I guess in my eyes, I don't feel like it's confusion because it's just like you get the vibes. Like I would get the vibes if someone was like pulling away, like a right away. I sense energy. and I'm like, OK, like you're not into me, but you're just being like polite about it. I think most people even sense the energy afterwards. Like for me, like everything that I knew was ending. I even like you've you been know, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like we were in Florida and like it was but happening. No, that's what I'm saying. Everyone knows. We were in Florida and you're like, but why are you tripping? He's still writing to you and he's acting. I'm like no remember i was yeah. like no it's different and you're like well i don't get it like he's right i'm like i just know you feel you know your intuition your gut feeling just knows which brings us to the next yeah. one <laughs> you're like if you don't tag on to that i was gonna say i was like bitch if you don't lead up to the <laughs> next question uh so the next question is sorry i don't know what like is going on with instagram now sometimes it looks like you don't have stories even if you do yeah how to know when to trust your gut slash intuition. So basically what this person's asking is what I just said. <laughs> well, like gut and intuition, maybe we should break it down. Well, I think it's tricky because sometimes like our, like, I feel like when you have anxiety, first of all, it's very hard. That's one thing that it's really hard to differentiate because b between like, is this just my anxiety being like, oh, like he's going to leave me or like this isn't good for me or, or like, I'm getting kidnapped or I'm getting kidnapped <laughs> or is it like an actual gut intuition feeling because it's so hard to be able to tell between the two. But I think when it comes to a relationship, for me, it's kind of like that flip a coin method where it's like when you flip a coin, you, you really know what your decision is when it's in the air. So I think when it's your gut and your intuition, you deep down kind of know, but like a really like in your bones, like you just know. Whereas like anxiety is something that you like bounce back and forth and you're like too much like back and forth with it. Does that make sense? Whereas I feel like that gut intuition, it's just something where like, if someone would ask you a question, it's like, where does your mind go right away before your logical mind kicks in mm -hmm. and you start like convincing yourself out of it or like, 
or like kind of like justifying or doing any of those things like where does your mind like instinctively go where it's like is this your person your husband like what's your first thought you know what I mean like I think that's how you really gauge what your intuition is is like that first feeling you always know by the like right away before yeah. everything tricks you out of it you know at the beginning and then your body and like the way you r react to things will tell you why mm -hmm. why you're doing it mm -hmm. um but it's tough though sometimes because really i've hard. been wrong i've been wrong and this is and i think women in general have better intuition than men mm -hmm. here we go always bringing it down <laughs> to the women and men I think we are like, sometimes I think I'm a witch, <laughs> like, but it's hard to be like, you always know. Cause you were saying like, sometimes anxiety kicks in, but I think if you're able to address like, okay, I've had anxiety for this amount of times for this reason, and maybe pinpointing why so that you're able mm -hmm. to like distinguish which one is anxiety and which one is actually just like your thought process and what you actually yeah. feel. Yeah. It's just tricky when those things like overlap, especially when you have like anxiety in relationships. Like, for example, a lot of people have like kind of like anxious attachment style in a relationship where they're like always anxious that this person is going to leave them or they don't love them anymore. So like any sign for them, it's like, oh, it's my intuition telling me like they're they don't love me anymore. And it's like you have to be able to like find that differentiating point. That's the thing that's scary about like intuition and gut. It's like you said, it's like you've been wrong. Like, I feel like sometimes we trust. I think people go wrong when they trust their gut way too much. I think you absolutely should trust your gut and your intuition. But I also think if you ride or die for your intuition, you, you might misjudge it sometimes. And, and you then, might like, stop yourself from doing yeah, a lot of things. Exactly. Because you're always like, I trust my gut. I trust my gut. And that's tricky because a lot of times like fear will also disguise itself as a gut feeling and stuff like that. So And also gut is very much on emotion. Mm -hmm. So when you when you like roll with that sometimes it'll really it'll fuck up like your actual logic mind of like what you should do yeah. versus like how you actually feel sometimes what you feel is not what you should be doing yeah you know that's where it's like ah. but so then what's your answer to the question how do you how do you know when to trust your gut i think it's one of those things that's like uh per per situation okay. like it's not something you could be like like I think like when it comes to relationships and like dating I'm going more with my intuition okay and gut yeah then I'm going with like logic right because you know when you feel from experience so like your intuition would be better at being able to make the right decision when it comes to like emotions I guess yeah I also think a good way to know if you should trust your instinct and your gut is like if it's something that's reoccurring and like you keep finding yourself thinking that so I think that's a really interesting thing is like when it's anxiety you kind of you induce anxiety so like for example you're you're in a situation like let's use your situations where it's like you get into a situation and then you start thinking oh my god what if this means he's gonna kidnap me or like you start connecting the dots after whereas like I feel like intuition is like you're walking down the street and like then you start being like, I feel like something is going to happen. Do you get what I'm saying? Like in a relationship wise, it's something that you feel without, without being like noticing the signs. Does that make sense? It comes to you rather than you bringing it upon yourself. Exactly. Okay. So I feel like anxiety is, like I said, it's, you're kind of nitpicking. You're bringing the anxiety upon yourself by the way you're looking at things and looking at the world. Whereas intuition comes to you instead where you're like, Hmm, like, I'm kind of feeling this way. Why? And then you have to kind of dive into it. Yeah. But would you agree? Like I'm trying to think like if there's ever been a guy where I was like, oh, I wasn't right about like my intuit. But then again, it's all like it's all biased to like it's what tough. I'm feeling and like what and I'm the thinking. decision you make. You think, oh, that was the right decision because we don't know the other side. Yes. But I think when you go into things, let's say you're going into dating and you're not kind of like thinking already like how am I going to feel about this guy? And you're just going with the flow and you're really mm -hmm. at your stage of like, whatever happens, happens, which is kind of like how I live. Then my intuition only kicks in and starts to be like, uh, when there's like things that I don't feel are right. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like I'm not thinking, I think when love and everything gets in the mix, you're already not thinking logical. So you right. have to go with your intuition. Yeah. So what do you think about using your intuition when it comes to like cheating? You know how people will be like, I girls, just have a yeah. gut. Yeah, <laughs> girls. Will be like, I just have like a gut feeling that he's cheating on me. Yeah, you're 99.9% .9 right. Uh, 
I think I don't think that high though because I think a lot of people come in with trauma and then they come in with like no I have a feeling you're cheating on me but it's actually a lot of your trauma talking trauma and anxiety for sure yeah so that's why for me it's like I think that figure is just I would say like I I would say like 60 I would say like 60 you would 70 you would say 70 just to be safe, because I think a lot of times people will be like, you're cheating on me. You know and what? It's but all coming from the way a place I'm of- saying the percentage is biased to like what would like it depends the person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't just accuse anyone unless like my intuition was really telling me that all these things were off. Then I'm like, yeah, it's ninety nine point nine. Yeah. But like if if I had like a relationship where it's happened to me multiple times and like you have a hard time and maybe through your like life experiences, you have a hard time trusting men, then you're probably more of like an anxiety girl. And then at that point, it's probably like 50 50. Yeah. You know, like it depends. It's tricky. This summer hasn't been the hottest of the bunch, but that doesn't mean that you get to slack off when it comes to trimming your bush okay because if the neighbors can mow their lawn you can too (laughs) so we know that at manscape they have literally everything you need to keep it you know looking nice and clean if you want to do one of those fucking you know bush arts you could do that if you want to keep it simple you could do that too but they have everything you need so head on to manscape check out what they have i just want to add on to what veronica said because actually i think more people have you know, are more intimate in the wintertime. You know, you get cozy, Netflix, all these things. So it's even more important now that fall is kind of on its way Mm -hmm. to be groomed up. Yeah. So use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping. But it's a really hard one, honestly. I feel like it's really hard to master differentiating intuition and and like logic and anxiety but I and think, that's why it's so tricky yeah the best advice i can give you is that no matter which one you go with it's probably the right one yeah and like if you listen to your intuition it's probably because deep down you chose to listen to your intuition so i think you make the decision without deciding anyways yeah i think and i think if you decide to like let's say it's a relationship and your intuition is like okay let me like like uh not sure if we should break up and then you choose to stay with them if it's something that keeps coming back and coming up after sorry after you've made the decision to stay with them that's when you know like you're going against your instinct because if you made the decision camp staying with them and you still keep having this like but 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 i think that's your intuition telling you like maybe you actually don't want to be with this person yeah or something's up you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's where it is. Like, even when you make your decision, I think sometimes your intuition is still there and you end up making the right decision after all. Intuition is really good when you're like dating and seeing someone. But I think when you're actually in a relationship, then it should be more logical because I think then you're in your feels and it's so easy to just be like, this is how I feel. And it could be more logically fixed Mm -hmm. because it's like somebody knows how you feel and it's less about intuition i think intuition is when you're unsure of someone you haven't made that decision but when you have and you're in a relationship you would go more logical yeah yeah i have a question that i just read actually that i want to it's a quick one i think uh dating in this generation (laughs) i don't know i'm single as veronica (laughs) veronica wants that one (laughs) um okay You get pregnant after a one night stand. Do you tell the father or not, even if you abort the child? I think this kind of goes back to the first question we just answered. Why? Because I feel like our answers will depend on whether or not we're deciding to go someone or to let them know how we feel. Well, it's (laughs) different when it's a like, first of all, okay, let's say you get pregnant one night stand, but you're keeping the child. I have a child. friend who just went to it and she didn't tell the, the baby. But, the, but the let's dad. say you're keeping the child. Oh, if you're keeping the child, you have to. If you're deciding to abort, then... Then I think... I think the abortion is where it's like... That's where I think it's a little bit like, I don't think you need to say anything. No, my but. body, my, my choice... tricky though when it comes to like this is technically our baby together i think when it's a one night stand the lines are blurred a a little bit listen the lines are not blurred it's very easy to be like this is my i actually think if it's a one night stand then it's not like the father even deserves to know it's kind of like more your decision i think if you're in a partnership with somebody and then that happens and you don't tell them that's fucked up and yeah. like the person deserves to know it's so i don't know tricky. it's weird and like i might get like shit on for what i'm saying but i just think it's like 
it's tough because it's like, yeah, it's your body, your rules, but also like, no, I think you can make the decision just because you have the decision whether or not you want to keep it or not. So it's your decision to make. I think at the end of the day, like you have the majority at like no one can force it's at the end of the day, it's your body. You're having the baby realistically. So you do get the last say regardless. Um, But I think definitely like if you're having like if you have a one night stand and you never see this person again, are you like, hey, by the way, like I don't want to freak them out, think I'm keeping the baby and all this stuff and like bring them in on this. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, if it's a one night stand, I probably wouldn't say anything if I was getting an abortion. Yeah. If I had the child, then I would tell them. But it's tricky, too. I, I know a lot of people who have like not that I know personally, but I know that there's a lot of situations where people will have a child and not tell the person that they had the baby, which I think is kind that's, of insane. That's and I think so unfair to the yeah, child. So unfair to the child. And also, I think to the father, because it's like as much as it was your decision to keep the child, I still think like that the father gets to say whether or not he wants to be in the life or not as well. Absolutely. It's just like a little bit, but then again, it's like, okay, but doesn't he get to say whether the baby gets to live or not? Even if it's a one night stand, it's, it's a really tricky situation. Okay. Hold on. I think that no, he doesn't get a say. The guy doesn't get a say whether or not she gets to keep the baby. If it's a one night stand, but if they are, um, what was the second thing you said? If like she just chooses to keep the baby. Oh, but if she chooses to keep the baby, absolutely. She needs to let the baby daddy know. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. If you're choosing to abort, then that's your decision. You're a woman. You're making the decision. It's a one night stand. You never signed up for this. I mean, <laughs> you didn't, but like yeah. sh- mistake, mistakes, <laughs> mistakes, <laughs> things happen. Um, <laughs> as we all know, <laughs> You know what, though? When I went through mine, I really thought about it and I was so scared that I told them. But like I told the person and this was not a one night stand. But I even thought about like maybe I shouldn't even bring this up. Right. I feel like men don't realize that it's a very traumatizing thing for like a woman, especially when you don't want to seem crazy and like you're trying to actually have their kid. You're like. If I just don't tell them, it's just maybe easier, you know? Like, I think that process goes through anybody who's, like, gone through it. I think also the scary part is you feel like if if you tell someone that, like, for example, could have an impact on your decision. Like, let's say you want to have an abortion. And I think there's also a lot of fear that someone would be like, no, I want you to keep the baby. And that's kind of scary, especially when it's kind of like something that really affects you. And as much as it'll affect the father, it'll never affect the father the same way it'll affect you. So I think like almost allowing someone to have that decision as well is kind of scary because you're like, like this person that I don't even know, let's say it's a one night stand, like I'm allowing you in on whether or not I'm going to keep this child when it's something that like, greatly affects me yeah it's kind of scary you know what i mean because it's like what then you tell me like no you actually want to keep the baby then it's i have to live with the fact that i you know like aborted the child that you wanted or something yeah it's it's really scary but i would think in most cases when that happens men would be more like i don't want it then like i want you to keep the baby like i think overall most scenarios and why women probably don't tell men is because they know they're gonna freak and they don't want the baby especially Mm -hmm. considering it's a one night stand i feel like men haven't had the chance to like even realize the hell's going on like do i want a baby with this person like Mm -hmm. you know so i think for the most part it would be like the other way around that's why women don't tell them yeah it's like oh my god he's not gonna want it yeah yeah Anyway, that's interesting. On to the next question. <laughs> but yeah, no, crazy. Oh, dating in this generation. Veronica, give a one, two sentence. Be- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I think who's better you. qualified to answer this. Dating in this. Me. Because you've dated more than I have. Yeah, so my advice would be date less. <laughs> Go on less dates so you have less options so that you actually settle down was so deep wait what the so basically you're saying settle no i'm not saying settle i'm saying that you're not settling when you don't know how many options you have yeah i think it becomes a problem when you have so many options yeah that's true too much of anything is not a good thing yeah i don't think that's gonna like but then again like i also look at it as like yeah no i will i I will not settle but i also like the right person hasn't come (laughs) it's tough yeah no it's It's like tricky you know definitely tricky um 
so dating in this generation <laughs> advice on those who have completely given up on dating given the times broken heart sad face <laughs> thought i needed that in i just think it's tough to say because it's like it's not I feel like in my position, it's hard to give advice on it because it's like, shut the fuck up. Like you're in a relationship. But I do feel like if you're at that point, it's just like take a step back because I feel like when you're dating in the beginning, you date for the right reasons. But when you date for a long time, you at a point, you start dating for the wrong reasons and your mindset changes. It becomes a little I don't want to say desperate, but you become a little more like I just want to find someone frustrated. Your energy is so off. And I think that's why, like when you get to that point where you're just like, I'm fed up. I think you really just need to take a step back, take a take, put dating on the back burner and just be like, you know what? I'm just going to do me. I'm going to focus on myself. And when I'm ready, then I'm going to try to get back into it when I have energy for it again. But like dating is like anything else. It takes energy. And a lot of times you're going to fail before you succeed. And if you can no longer take the failures, you're, you can't go into it always thinking it's always going to succeed. So I think you need to just be in a place where you're like mentally strong enough to continue going through like the dates that might not work out and like the disappointments and all those things. Like, I think you just need to focus on yourself. Dating is a puzzle, honestly. Yeah. I, and I just think the more negativity and the more pressure you put on it, the more you're going to fail. Yeah. I think when I read this advice on those who have completely given up on dating, given the times, your first problem is your attitude. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds deep, but like, it seems like you've given up on it and you're like, like you said, you're just at a point where you're over it. But I think a lot of the times in this situation, and it's kind of like with the book I read, but we'll do a whole other episode on that. Your uh, energy, your attitude is everything. So like if your attitude is down and you're already thinking negative, like how do we date in this generation? That's like, you're already mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to find someone. So yeah. like, no, you won't find someone. Cause that's what you're speaking into existence. So you have to change your attitude and be more open-minded and kind of just like let things kind of like happen, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think when your attitude changes from like being negative, then like you'll just like exude a more like confident version of yourself. And then when you go out, you'll just be in a happier, positive vibe. So a guy already has a hard time being rejected. So like if you're not giving him the vibes of you being happy and like, open open it's already hard for like men to want to approach a woman so like if your attitude kind of shit then they're not gonna feel open to coming and see you because you're not smiling you're not laughing and it's just like their fear of being rejected is times three million it's like you know the thing about like this generation it's like okay if you go into it with the mindset that everyone sucks in this generation that's what you're gonna attract yeah that's that's literally what you're attracting if you go into it a positive mindset of like there's still good people out there and like i can't you wait to- will find that good yeah. person and it's just like if it's like it's like the people who go around saying like all men are cheaters guess what babe you're gonna settle for a cheater one day you know why because you haven't opened yourself up to the opportunity that there are still good people out there and i actually think that there's a lot of good people like me too i I don't i really don't have the the type of like mentality that's like oh everybody sucks like everyone's a cheater everyone's this everyone's that like it's so hard like yeah sure it might be harder but i still think if you're looking in the right places and like I still think there's a lot there actually is a lot of good people and so a lot of times maybe it just might not work out with that good person or it doesn't fit or whatever but there is a lot of good people out there and I just think you're what you're gonna put out is what you're gonna get so if you're constantly saying everyone's a cheater this generation sucks like no men are loyal anymore that those are exactly the people you're gonna attract yeah in the book I read if the first thing you thought about when you hear all men are blank is jerks cheater and all these things you still need to work on yourself and you're looking in the wrong places and you need to like unpack a lot because you're never gonna find a guy if you're already going in with the mindset of all men are like this because then even if you get a good guy you're gonna start feeling like oh my god he's cheating on me he's this so you gotta figure out that childhood trauma you gotta you gotta unpack a lot of things and and kind of work on yourself and remember that there are good guys out there because if you don't think there is then there's never going to be absolutely yeah it's like it's exactly like you said and it's like you know when you do find that good guy you're just gonna continually try to wait for him to fuck up because you're like no all guys are trash all men are trash right and then it's like you're just gonna be 
waiting for that person to be to be trash to cheat because you can't accept that there are good people you're just going to be waiting for him to prove you wrong and that's just not the kind of energy that you need to go into you always have to go into the energy like you're a good person until you prove me otherwise not the other way around yeah I've never dated a guy and I'm 20 and a virgin I am afraid of not ever being loved and being judged 20 Mm -hmm. 20 is young 20 is young even to be a virgin 20 is young I think that everybody has that fear. I think everyone's biggest fear is like not being loved, being unlovable, being alone. But you're so young at 20. You're even young at like we don't realize how much like life we have ahead of us. Like I feel like the life expectancy, the life expectancy right now is like 85, nine years old. If you're thinking about, oh, at 20, I'm going to be single forever. Like that's so not going to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, it's the same as like you're putting out that energy that like you're unlovable and Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's also like your values. There's nothing wrong with being a virgin. Like if you value like your virginity, if you want to save it for someone special, there's like, don't let society pressure you into like what you feel like it should be right. If it just hasn't happened, that's totally fine. Yeah. And also don't associate love with being a virgin because I think there's love that comes in many different forms and romantically is literally just one. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Don't stress. Is there a right way to approach a woman at the gym? Not much of a talker at the gym, by the way. Well, you know what? One of my friends said, like, the bad men have ruined it for the good men who should be approaching women at the gym. Yeah. I think at the gym is one of those places where a lot of people feel like it's a good place to meet someone. But, like, it's a place that I don't really want to get approached. But... But I like, guess it depends. It I depends think also always- the person. Like there's certain girls who will literally stay at the gym and it's like their personality and they're just going to like work out and mm-hmm. chit chat. And it's like that girl yeah. wants to be approached. She's making it damn clear. Yeah. But like the type of girls going in very close minded, like earphones on, like working out, like she doesn't want to be approached. Like, I think it depends the type of person that's 100%. there, you know. But I will say my like one piece of advice. Do it before. Would- no she works out no do it after do it or no absolutely not and i'll tell you why do it either after when she's done or when you're done because the thing that would i would hate most in this world is if i walk in you compliment me you ask for my number and now i have to work out for one hour and we're like awkwardly in the gym together like that would make me want to kill myself so either you when you're leaving you stop me and be like by the way, I like thought you were really cute. Like, do you have like Instagram or can I have your number? Or when I'm leaving, you stop me because that nothing is so, I would hate more than being in the gym together after you've approached me. That is so fucking valid. I never thought about that. That's so true. But where I'm coming from, it's a bit like you're not going to start coming up to me when I'm literally hyperventilating, <laughs> sweating, look my ugliest. Like I'd rather you do it at the beginning when I actually have breath to like answer you. <laughs> But, like, I guess that goes back to, like, me not really caring afterwards if they're there or not. Yeah. But, like, it depends. But I would be thinking about that. I would be, like, so self-conscious. Already I'm so, like, aware of myself in the gym. And I'm always, like, looking at other people and, like, oh, like, are people staring at me? Like, I feel so, like, stared at. And, like, I just feel like, no. And now it's, like, well, we're both going to be, like, doing our bicep curls, pretending, like, I didn't just maybe reject you or I just gave you my number. Like, you... People who just approach girls and then stay beside them, like, that's fucking balls. Because I don't have those. I do not have those. But I also don't think that you need to always do something, like, Switch so membership. crazy. <laughs> no. That's the other thing, too. You approach them at the gym. They reject you. Guess what, baby girl? Baby boy, actually. You're going to be running into that person again. So you better you better be, you know, pretty confident because you're going to have to change your schedule if she says no. Yeah. I would change my schedule. I would change my membership if I or had to say like no at someone. least like or I think another tip of advice is like just because you see a girl and you want to approach her at the gym, chances are she's at that gym. She's going to be there tomorrow, two days later, four days later. So like, why don't you just kind of like be chill? Yeah. See her see you a couple of days in a row, a couple of weeks in a row and then make your move. I think like. The thing that ruins it for men is they get so thirsty and it feels Eager. like, oh God, they that one girl they, that yeah. just walked in, now they got to land her. Like, yeah. if it's like, it's weeks, you know, you've like looked at each other or like you at least know the like... And it's more exciting. I feel like as a girl, if it's like there's always that one cute guy in the gym, like you're like almost like more hyped up to go because if you kind of have that like 
back and forth, which you do in a gym. You always kind of see the same people. And there's so many ways in a gym of like being able to see if somebody's like interested in you yeah. because you're sharing equipment. Yeah. So it's like, you don't even have to be like, hey, can I buy you a drink? It's kind yeah. of just like, hey, can hey, I use you, the yoga mat? Hey, are you done with that? And it's like, no. He's going to go start asking for my booty bands. <laughs> can I borrow those after you? <laughs> But like, you know what I mean? There's so many ways that like you didn't go even for a girl if they want to approach a guy. Yeah. Hey, are you done? Hey, like, oh my God. Like, how do you use this machine? (laughs) Oh, but can I say the absolute worst way to pick up a girl is is to come and tell me I'm doing something wrong. Let me be. Doesn't matter how hot you are. I would be like turned off for the rest of my life by the way that's not how you do a bicep curl by the way you're fucking ugly and you have no biceps (laughs) so i'm not taking advice from you no bicep boy like i get so insulted when people it's just like let me do it wrong yeah even if let me do it wrong and watch me do it wrong watch me don't correct (laughs) me actually don't even look at me (laughs) close your eyes turn around yeah like why are you staring at me that you even know i'm doing it wrong yeah and like also if i wanted a trainer i would ask for one and i don't want a trainer (laughs) but i i do agree i think it's like i think for me a lot of like i don't i'm not like when i see a guy i'm not like ooh, like that's a hot guy like i want him to ask for my number i think like it's always worked the best when i've kind of had like a repertoire with someone so like i've seen them and like i feel like that's the most exciting because, because there's more build up there's more build up you kind of like get a sense of their vibe their style and that's what's really important to me it's not just like the physical look so but there's been a time in my brief stage of being single. Um, there was a guy that I was going to one, one of the gyms I was going to. And like I had seen him and like he was so cute. But this was like I just started working out again. I was so unfit. And I think like he had spoke to me when I was guys after pushing the sled. And like <laughs> if anyone knows after pushing the sled, like you're red in the veil. Like, you can't even like say it. So like you're like, yeah. But you want them to come up to you after, no? Oh, my God. So I was, like, out of breath answer, and I was, like, oh, my God. And then I found out later that it was, like, he thought I was cute and all that stuff. And I was, like, I think for me, I could never date someone that goes to the same gym as me, especially a small gym that goes to, like, classes with me because it's, like, what? We go we go on a date. It doesn't work out. Then, what? I'm changing my gym membership? No, 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 no. I think something about the gym is that I absolutely need there to be hot guys because I will work out way, way, way more. Like, it's just like, and I'm I'm way more like, I'm positioned properly. I'll slack off a lot less because yeah. there's hot people and like your... Um, pressure. Yeah, the pre- it's pressure, but in a good way. Yeah. But I think one thing I'll always do and like, it's just been my thing is like, I feel like I have an extra layer of like, don't talk to me with a cap. I feel like a cap really puts me in my like, we didn't speak about chemical X merge, but guys, if you are getting approached at the gym and you want them to back the fuck off, then go to chemical X and uh, get yourself a nice, beautiful cap. Yeah. We got trucker and we got baseball caps. Honestly, barely rich, almost famous. So that's a pickup line waiting to happen. Barely rich. Baby girl, I could make you rich. You know when people actually don't know the podcast and they'll be like, I actually like your hat. I'm like, wait, that's cool. That That's you sick. know. I'm like, wow, Thanks. you're liking the merch for its merch and not for like the podcast. Yeah. Well, like, that was the whole Because I feel like if you're a podcast listener, you have to say you like the hat. Mm-hmm. But if you don't listen and you're actually like, like our friend from LA was just like, I like the hat and had no idea. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Chemical. Thanks. I think that wraps it up for this episode. And speaking of, guys, check out chemicalxpodcast.com. Get yourself a trucker hat. It's not too late. We have uh, four beautiful styles, so go check them out. And thanks so much for listening. We love you. Whee!